Welcome to the premiere episode of It Be Your Own People, a new podcast about what's going on in pop culture and being a POC in today's social environment. Because sometimes it be your own people. Maybe it's your brother, sister, or friend. Karen at the job or Karen next door. A leader of the movement you thought you could trust. Most of the time, it's somebody you already know. Beware of the wolves, y'all. And now, more than ever, people are showing you who they are. And you need to know who you can trust. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. I'm Treva Nicole. And I'm Sally Belly. Together, we are two educated Caribbean women with four degrees between us. From Brooklyn! Woo-hoo! With an almost 20-year friendship who tell it like it is. All right, so let's get right into it with our cocktail of the day. So I am still holding strong to my dry January and am enjoying this delicious, crisp ginger beer. Tree, what you got? Well, listen, dry nothing. I know we just started the year, but it's been a it's been a rough couple of days. So I'm having a nice, sexy mmm. Red Merlot, yes. Mm-mm, that does sound nice and sexy. Since we starting off this new year, let's start with a happy new year. Happy 2021. Of all the things that I am so happy to welcome in 2021, saying bye, Felicia, to 2020 is the best. Bye, girl. Yes, back there. Yes. Yeah, so with this new year comes new beginnings. And one of my favorite shows that I love to watch during the quarantine was Marie Kondo. So if it doesn't bring me joy, it's staying back there in the dumpster truck with 2020. Bye. So then that leads us to our first section. What the fuck news? Listen, that huge what the fuck of 2020, what we definitely need to go away is that Rona Miss Rona what the hell you done flipped everybody's lives upside down sideways in the middle I mean give us a break why don't you Mm, 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 mm. it was definitely Rona has got to go I would love for it to stay in 2020 please we already have to deal with this crap ass super Rona that came with us in 2021 thanks United Kingdom for not uh batting down the hatches and putting a travel ban like you should have I mean I think everybody learned a lot from the Rona they had more time it either brought you together or broke you apart but Mm. the only Rona I need in my life is that nice Corona beer that's the only mm, that's the only Rona I want nice Corona beer on on the beach that's the only Miss Rona I want in my life. But I will say that part of, you know, living through this pandemic is that it really gave us some silver linings. And one of them is I finally got to use WFH hashtag for the first time and mean it. True, true, true. I think we all learned a couple new things and we also left some things behind. But another thing is working from home. It's the new move. I'm telling you, I love it. I'm working. I'm on meetings. I don't put my video on. I'm not getting pretty for you. I have my head wrap on and my robe and I'm productive throughout the day. Something that I am happy for is getting my commute hours. Yours. Yes, I said it. Hours. Mm-hmm. Back. To and fro work. Love it. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, all of the New York City listeners can really appreciate this, especially all of our listeners coming from Brooklyn and Queens, because that yellow line, uh, your commute could distance wise should be 36 minutes, but then it turns into an hour and 36 minutes or three hours and 36 minutes. So I'm with you on that. This whole working from home, cutting out the commute. Also, um, you know, while I do appreciate all of the multiple employments, I was very happy to not have to run between six jobs. I got to spend time with my dog. I well, got you know, to- it's that it's that Caribbean in you, girl. You know, we got to have multiple jobs. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Can't help it. But, you know, I was hearing that now people want to talk about how, oh, if you're working from home, you should be getting paid less than if you like what? you into the building. No. Make it make sense. Because two plus two is not adding up to four on that one. It definitely does not. Now, just because you're working from home does not mean that your pay should decrease. You definitely need to spend money on paying that light bill, paying for the heat, paying for the AC, all the, the internet you would be doing and the internet to make sure you can work. You're still doing that at home. Now don't mess with my money because I'm still showing up to work. You don't need to see me, but the work is getting done. Believe that. Like, does it really matter if I'm doing the work in a bonnet and my PJs or some fabulous fashion with a full face on? I mean, don't get me wrong. I do love to throw a nice face <laughs> and a nice little dress on my heels strutting through the office. I'm going to love that. But I like it even better having extra time to sleep. Okay? So, how about that? Mm, speak on it. Speak on it, girl. Now, with Miss Rona and continuing with our what the fuck, some things that also need to stay in 2020 are the huge disappointment that is Terry Crews. Mm, sad. As Uncle Charlotte would say, we really got to bring him up to the front of the congregation. Because what? Why? Why? In this age of Breonna Taylor and everything that we have going on, like he really thought it wise to not defend his only POC colleague on uh, America's Got Talent. But you know what? It's I'm glad it happened because now we know who we're dealing with. Because just like him, it'd be your own people. When things happen and they don't have your back, it's like, okay, we see you, Terry Crews. We know what you're about. And when your son from Everybody Hates Chris has to really put you in your own place and be like, I I love you, TV dad, but you're wrong. Like, he got you all the way together and I'm happy for it. But we know who you are. You know, you're now my least favorite actor. So it's okay. Yes. And this is a conversation that I was having with some friends the other day where we were talking about how the pandemic in light of the election, and everything that's been going on, people have really been showing their true colors. Truest. And I'm glad. I'm glad they are, though, because I don't need snakes amongst me. OK, this is true. The, only snakes, the only snakes I was comfortable with was snakes on a plane with Samuel L. Jackson. And that was it. But uh, Terry Crews would keep his little slithering ass right where it's ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. now for a serious what the fuck in education i mean i think corona really flipped schools all across our country on its head on its yeah. ass to tell the truth i so, mean it's bad enough that as educators we had to deal with the virus that was betsy devil devos 
But now adding all of these new hurdles really showed us just all of the glaring gaps that we have in our education system. So really break it down for us because you help teach the youth. You know what I mean? As an educator, tell us some of the issues you've been having. So what this pandemic really taught me was all, it even helped me recognize my own privilege. And I had to check myself a couple of times where there are so many things that are so readily accessible to me and my, uh, my availability of resources that this isn't the case for so many other families. So I took for granted, for example, my students having access to Microsoft Office. I get it for free through the university and I've had it downloaded on my computer for years. I didn't even bother to think that there are so many students who can't afford the $250, $300 that it costs to have that software. And they depended on being able to use the computers on campus. But guess what? Campus is closed. Oh, but I mean, listen, I can afford it and I use my jobs. So I'm not spending money on that. I'm just saying like these are facts exactly and then also realizing just that not everyone is living in the most conducive environment to be able to do school from home yep and the sad truth is that every child has to be passed on but they may not be learning anything you know you have students that aren't showing up to their zoom classes but they will pass and they know they will pass they have students who are taking advantage of the situation Mm -hmm. and you have students who have siblings and let's just say they only have one laptop that was given to them by the school. Exactly. Siblings that are in different grades and different ages. Like how is a parent who may or may not be working supposed to help their children of different ages with school? Like they're not teachers. They are parents. They send their kids to school to learn. Like they can only teach them so much. It's, it's been truly heartbreaking to see that. And that's something that we really need to figure out. Well, and then also taking into consideration that what about the students that live in two parent households where both parents are working? Let's say that you're in a house where both your parents are essential workers and now it's just you and who's who's in the house? I mean, you either have to figure it out with a family member you can trust that you can send your child to during Corona or I mean, depending on the age of the child, maybe they stay home alone. There's been so many different circumstances that we just had to figure it out. And it's something like this huge virus that completely changed what we know. And then, you know, in the vein of our show, let's talk about who are the groups that are most negatively affected Mm. by remote schooling. It's not the rich white people. Absolutely not. So what we're seeing is all of these kids that come from already marginalized communities who from jump don't have the adequate resources to be able to compete uh, fairly against their white counterparts to now be forced into a a situation where they're even less equipped or less prepared to be able to compete adequately. And they have the smarts and the know-how. That's the issue. But because of the digital divide, and then a lot of this also puts a bright light into what are the areas that suffer the most and then those are the areas that ended up just suffering even more so you're right and now moving into another what the fuck of 2020 was black lives matter and daniel cameron now bring us up to speed Sally. so uh 
everyone by now is familiar with Breonna Taylor's story and the sad, unfortunate events that took place that led to her very early demise. Now, Daniel Cameron is the prosecutor for uh, Louisville. And in criminal justice, we have this uh, we have this phrase that if a prosecutor wants to, he will he can get an indictment for a ham sandwich if he wants to not a ham sandwich so girl looking looking at everything that's going on you know people were very quick to blame the grand jury and not being able to understand how looking at all the facts of the evidence how were they able to not come down with an indictment and one of the things is that you need to take into consideration is what was the case that the prosecutor presented Daniel Cameron had this at his disposal at his hand. But what happens? The prosecutor's office, the DA's office and the DA, which in Louisville is elected. So, again, the power of voting and voting in local elections um, works hand in hand with the police department. So a prosecutor isn't going to all of a sudden willy nilly put an axe or bring the axe down on the police department that is dependent on for investigations, right? But the problem with that is that we're sending out the message and the police officers are untouchable, that they can continue to do what they have been doing, which is killing us, taking black lives, taking brown lives um, with zero consequences whatsoever. Now, I'm glad you broke that down because you're, you're not just coming as, you know, a viewer who's upset, right, with the whole movement. But you're coming from like, this is your profession. This is what you study. You study the criminal justice system. So you broke it down perfectly. But we also have the fact that this movement swept across the nation and the world, you know, with the passing of Breonna Taylor and George mm -hmm. Floyd and just having the everyday person wanting to help and peacefully, might I say, peacefully protest and still not getting the justice that's a huge problem. And we're seeing this roll over into 2021, but we, we, we want to keep this shit back in 2020. So, well, no, I would have preferred to keep this shit back 400 years ago before. Oh, absolutely. But it's in yeah. our eyes right now. Again, once again, because it's never truly gone. Period. Pooh. And then, you know, one of the things that is so irritating on top of, you know, just how disheartening it is, is that the minute, one of us gets killed unnecessarily what does the media do vilifies us they attack our character it's what they do best we saw them do it with george floyd we saw them do it with brianna taylor we saw them do it with ahmaud arbery um everyone for the most part is uh i'm sure that you're familiar with the khalif browder story where he spent four years in rikers island mm -hmm. uh, awaiting trial for stealing a backpack and all of a sudden, all of their names are drugged through the mud. But now, uh, just a few days ago, when we saw this civil unrest, this siege of the Capitol building, and um, that woman got shot and died. And so everyone just wants to talk about her, the good stuff that she did. Not just that, but also the simple fact that they were kind of withholding, showing her death on video. But that didn't stop you from showing George Floyd's death over and over and over again on the news, in the media, on social media. I mean, it was disgusting to watch this man literally like you can see the moment that he passed with officers holding him back and him being held underneath someone's knee, gasping for air. 
but yet you find it hard to air a white woman who is of a different political party, not, that does not matter, who literally got shot and died for breaking the law. Makes no sense. But this is the world we live in. This is the world. That's why we got to leave this in the past and somehow figure it out. Sad. Well, that's why, you know, and with discussions of BLM, we always veer to that uh, idea that, oh, the system must be broken. No, the system is doing exactly what it was intended to do. Exactly. Think about who were the first police officers in this country? Slave catchers. So you're talking about an entire system, an entire institution whose primary basis was for locking up newly freed slaves. For what? For being black. For being different from the controlling majority. And the system was made to hold us back. And exactly. We are superior and we don't let anything keep us behind is the reason why, you know, we have countless protests. We have people continuing to keep these fallen people's names in the media because we will not forget them. And so as we keep them in mind, with Black Lives Matter, we need to make sure we put our money where our mouth is. We have to support Black businesses. We have to believe Black women. We have to stop killing Black people and minorities and vilifying them. Yeah, and you know, with supporting Black businesses, there are so many different things that we can do to support a business. That doesn't necessarily mean taking money out of our pocket because again, we are in a pandemic, money is real tight. Hundreds of people, hundreds and thousands of people have lost their jobs, but you can very easily, you know, post something on social media, uh, give a shout out to a burgeoning uh, black business, Uh, you know, just show support for your friends or show support within the community. You can also volunteer your time, you know, again, maintaining safe quarantine. And maintaining, you know, social distance, always wear your mask, always wear your mask. And speaking of always wearing your mask, there are th- there are so many small black businesses that have now um, come up with these very cute masks that you can wear. So just because you're social distancing does not mean that you don't you can't look cute. But if you want to help out and you can't contribute a monetary value, I definitely think that volunteering in your local community any way that you can in a safe manner and yes, with your mask is the best way to go. I definitely love to do it any way that I can. I've been to community gardens, um, soup kitchens for the holidays. There are people out there who need our help. Yes, minorities. And it's year round. You can just look it Mm -hmm. up and see what you can do to help. And, you know, uh, with maintaining civic mindfulness, a big up to Stacey Abrams. Yes. Who was out here, a whole black woman. Doing Again, do mm-hmm. what black women do. What do black women do, Treva? We keep it real all the time. Mm-hmm. We get things done. We, we get things d- d- done done. Okay. That, that part, the getting it done part. So Stacey Abrams, regardless of the fact that her gubernatorial campaign was robbed, she was robbed. She still came out here to do the job that she intended to do. She managed to register. um, What was it? In two years, she managed to get 8,000 people 
Register number. I don't know the exact number, but she did the damn something huge. But people who normally were uh, denied access to the political machine, because one thing that we learned in 2020 was the power of our collective voice. She came through for the people of Georgia and the people of Georgia came through for her. They sure did. And that's why voting matters. And we found that out in this last presidential uh, election in more ways than one. That's such a heated, loaded topic. But uh, thanks to everyone for voting. He is finally on his way out. Days are numbered. And And he's trying it. Oh, he's trying it. Georgia pulled a big looter. And said, move, bitch, get out the way. You're dead. So now because of this, we have, uh, you, you know, the House is now blue. The Senate is now blue. We have a black woman holding the highest office in the land. Yes, love it. First in line to the presidency should, you know, God forbid something happened to to Uncle Joe. But you know what? After all these great accomplishments and all the voting that we've done, some people still find it very hard to acknowledge, which is the sad truth, because everything that went down just a few short days ago at the Capitol was solely based on people not wanting to acknowledge the fact that Biden has won and he is our next president of the United States. I was just like, sir, 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 you lost the popular vote again. You lost the electoral college. Every single court who you tried to get to sue on your behalf denied your silly ass claims. See, but the thing is, we know that somehow he doesn't. And you know what? I don't care. You don't need to just get the hell out the way. Move, bitch, get the hell out the way. And let us do the damn thing. I mean, because, you know, there are so many other things that we need to actually worry about. And there's too many other problems going on exactly. in the world. And his Twitter fingers are not it. Oh, by the way, thank you, Twitter. Yep. For acknowledging you all- your user agreement. Thank you to all social media for, you know, taking away his privilege. But I mean, it should have been done so long ago. This man has run his mouth countless times oh god talking yes. about women talking about minorities i mean he's gone so low that i don't understand why it now takes a breaching of the capital which of course is horrific for them to take away this social media power that he had makes no sense i mean he started wiping his ass with the constitution day one of his day one as the travel ban that he put on that was that was hot garbage That was hot garbage in a dumpster fire. But you know what the thing was? I felt like everyone has gotten so used to him just being a joke, you know, making a couple laughs here and there. Like we expected it from him, but no one expected it to get this bad. Actually, some people did. But now it's gone to the worst point. And it's just like we saw we all saw this coming, though. Like, why? Why? Well, well, we saw this coming because we did. We read. Yes. The people who didn't see this coming are, you know, just deniers of reality living in Fox News Landia. So, but we, we read and we read, okay? But yeah. yes, yes, we read and then the library is open. Mm-hmm. In the words of Miss Candace from Potomac. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, Potomac. 
And oh. now switching gears a little bit, we got to talk about all the celebs. We oh, yes. A little somber moment. It still breaks my heart. Uh, all the things that 2020 could have taken with it. These individuals, they should have stayed. Yes. So, you know, we had Kobe and his sweet daughter, Gianna, and all the people that were there with them. I still can't believe that was a year ago. It was a year ago, and it's sad, but um, it's it's a tough one. Oh, my God. Yes. It's a tough one. I know. I'm getting a little choked up. I but. know. Thoughts and prayers, definitely, for the Bryant family, because it takes, again, talking about Black women and just how women of color, we're just supposed to just do what we do best. We move, we are resilient, and Vanessa, she's really out here trying to keep her family together as best as possible. She's out here, but you know what? The best thing we got from Kobe and what everyone would now take forward with them is that it's great to be a girl dad. Mm-hmm. He made that trend, and he loved his daughter so much. Unfortunately, his two youngest daughters We'll never truly get to know their dad, but they will. They'll see him in videos and all the movies and all the great things that he's done. But girl dad became such a huge trend. Mm. My dad is a happy girl dad. So, you know. My daddy too. I'm happy about that. And, you know, we got to keep those those good spirits going. Mm. Another huge loss is Chadwick. Mm. Chadwick Boseman. That is true Wakanda forever. I am not ready for a Black Panther franchise that does not include Chadwick Boseman. We don't really need another one. We don't need another one. When it's done right, when it's done right, you don't need another one. So I say no to that. I say one and only one Black Panther. It's already been done. You know, R.I.P. Chadwick, but we good on that. You know, heaven has gotten... Heaven's gotten some great entertaining angels up there for sure. And to keep them all together and, you know, whip them up, make sure that they know what's going on. They got John Lewis. Yes, the great John Lewis. <sighs> but you know what? I, he would just turn to see all the things that has happened since he passed. You ain't never lied. You ain't never lied. Mm. Um, but, you know, to keep them to keep them on their twinkle toes, they got little Richard. Wap-bop-ba-doo-bop. And then, you know, out the blue, here comes Debo, gone. And it's crazy because once you see, I get so nervous whenever I see a name trending. I'm like, oh, Lord. I'm like, oh, God. No, why are you trending? Why are you trending? Save them, Lord. Save them, Lord. Tell me they just said something stupid. Please. I know. I know. We got to save them. I live for the days where it's just like, oh, my God. Please, please just let it be that you you are doing something that your publicist is not liking. Or just tell me you got an OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? But don't take them. Don't take them. We don't need that. And you know, OnlyFans is okay. It's safe. You got to make some money. Everybody got to make a little bit of coin. But the one that, oh, another heartbreaker was that Naya Rivera. Oh, that was terrible. And that poor baby. I mean, thankfully, he's still with us. But she was a great, great soul. Mm-hmm. I remember so her on fam- I remember her like three, four years old on Family Matters, little Richie's girlfriend. So I didn't realize that she was the little girl from Family Matters until I had seen someone put a before and after of her on Family Matters and then her in Glee. Listen, she was great and we're very sad that she's mm-hmm. gone. Um, Rest in peace. 
Rest in peace. And we're just going to go through uh, the next few. But Natalie DeSell from BAPS. And a whole lot of other iconic roles, too. She's just like, so she was from Eve. Yeah, she was an Eve. She was mm-hmm. a good friend from Eve. Yep. She always played, you know, the quirky side friend with all the funny little quips. quips. And it wasn't until she had passed away that I even thought to look up what her real name was because she's yeah. always, oh, the girl from Baps. Well, you know, that's how that's how Hollywood will pigeonhole you. Mm-hmm. As a, a full-figured brown woman, you, they always think that you can just be the friend and the funny friend. Right. Uh, another huge loss is the iconic Alex Trebek and Regis. Uh, I mean, uh, Regis and Alex. Oh, they gave us years and years of years of countless great hosting, good TV. Yes. And first of all, let me tell you, Alex Trebek is a white man who reads people, okay? Oh, he does. Yes, he does. He was out here speaking the word and giving the word. You know what? He was always invited to the cookout. He yeah. is. Yes, he is. I think he actually had a cookout question on one of the Jeopardy I'm episodes. sure he did. You know, I love to watch a show, even though I was like, damn, I don't know none of this. Oh, oh my God, no. That show definitely makes me feel so stupid. And that... I know what the hell's going on. And what's that little boy who won all that money? Ken. When they had Jennings. Yes. What I was just like, oh damn. I'm like, bitch, did you watch TV at all? Gee, like I was like, you you really read. You never went to recess, did you? But you know what? It's fine because now you're a multi-millionaire. And speaking of millionaire, Regis. Oh, I loved him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He was so funny and cute, like a little grandpa. But you know what? The best thing is that he and many of the people that we've mentioned, they did live long, fulfilling lives. And they gave us a lot of great work that we'll remember forever. So that's the best part of this. 2020 is just out here taking you know There were so the many. Night. It was like, literally, you you didn't even want to look at your phone the next day. You don't want to turn the news the next day. You're like, damn it, who we lost now? If it wasn't the Rona, well, then damn it, it was random, crazy occurrences. So... Damn, 2020. Like, literally, that was all social media. Donald Trump's mm-hmm. stupid-ass tweets or R.I.P. tweets. R.B.G. My girl. But the best part about it was how people wanted to remember her and everybody dressed up, either themselves or their children. Yes, the baby with the R.B.G. Oh, my um, God. Neck, lace neck with the justice robe. Oh, that was so cute. It's the best Halloween costume, but you know, you still have some fools. You still have some hoes out here trying to make it a little sexy. Uh, no, no, that's not I what mean, you about. Everything is not to be made slutty for Halloween. You know, yes, that's you know what? It's Don't dress up as her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot that in that Ruth Bader Ginsburg dedicated her entire life so that women could have their own voice and express themselves however they want. Mm, I like the way you did that, but now. <laughs> yeah, she definitely turned in her grave. She clutched her pearls, her pearls in her grave for that shit. And I was like, who, how dare you? Hmm. One of the silver linings that we have out here is that while RBG is no longer with us, we know that she is watching down on us along with all of these incredibly great people. And for now, we can still hold on to the hope that Betty White is still with us. She's still with us, y'all. Listen. Still with us. 
Listen, we have to protect her at all yes, costs. Yes, come on, Rose Nyland. We got your back. I refuse to ever believe that something bad will happen to Betty White. So she needs to stay with us. Stay with us, girl. Yes, yes. She's, she's in my court. Um, but one thing that I will say is that in looking through some of the, uh, the listings for all the people that we lost in 2020, I just got to say, some of them really didn't have any friends because the pictures that they had up were not cute at all. They did them wrong. They, but all the way wrong. What? You know what? They better do us right. When we die, I'm going to make sure I give a cute pic. I'm going to just email everybody a cute pic and let them know. Yeah, like every 10 years, we should just email a picture like, hey, guys, so if this is the decade that I'm no longer with y'all, this is the photo that I would like use because if you got me out here looking busted in my in memoriam, guess who's coming back to haunt you? Absolutely. You're right. Every 10 years, because you do want to look age appropriate, right? You know, and in memoriam. But then on top of that, you want to make sure it's you chose it. Okay. Although realistically, you know, black don't crack and brown don't frown. So. As long as I'm looking good, just don't just make sure it wasn't the one I asked you to take down off of social media. Because if that's the one, I'm gonna be on your ass in your dreams. Better believe and it. Better not be whatever picture that one of y'all got of me throwing up at the gym. That definitely better not be it. Mm-mm. And that's that on that. And now on to a much happier lighter note we're gonna get into some quarantine all the good and maybe not some good stuff we binged during you know, the, uh, uh, a very uh abbreviated list of the things that we bridged this is part one of the uh the bingeable series you know we, we like to watch a lot of stuff so i definitely want to start off with bridgerton and we got this little a happy favorite at the end of 2020 but nonetheless it was so good i started at the hair salon and i could not stop oh wait this is a shonda production it's a shonda production girl shonda productions she had her hand in everything because you know she slipped away from abc and she moved on over to netflix yeah because abc tried to play her and so now she has her own team of different shows and this is amazing. So I love that we have a black queen and a black duke. Yes, 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 yes. And this show is all about high royal London society. And I'm telling you, it's, it's very, very binge worthy. And the main guy who is a black duke, ooh, mm, he's sexy, y'all. <laughs> Okay, so the 23 minutes that I saw of the show that got me hooked. So clearly I got to go back and um, watch from the the beginning. Watch the whole thing. Um, It really be your own people out here because I walked in on one scene where a fine Duke homeboy was having intercourse with his wife. And then his wife all of a sudden gets upset because he told his wife that he can't have kids. But it was because he was purposely pulling out before he finished so that she wouldn't get pregnant. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people. But you see, you're missing a lot. So back then, this is a period piece, y'all. So way back then, I think this takes place in the early 1800s. Women and young women 
well, I, I really won't even say women. They were pretty much teenagers when you're basically, you know, children to get married. So I'm not sure. And I don't think it's told how old this woman is. And this is an interracial couple, but she gets married. So I want to give or take, say she's in between 13 to 17. She doesn't know anything about sex or basically about marriage and what happens after you get married. And her family, her mother chose not to tell her anything. So women were really left in the dark back then. And on top of that, I won't say you'll be your own people because he had reasons. He had childhood trauma and that's real for reasons as to why he did not want to become a father. And I don't want to spoil the rest because again, it's very binge worthy. So I'll leave y'all with that tip. And then you go find out for yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that for you sure. Watch it, girl. Um, another show that we got super into, uh, y'all, you have to watch this. It's based off of a book. Uh, it's called Flight Attendant. It was based off a book? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know about that either until it came up on my Amazon, I guess, because I had been watching it from my computer. And the book came up as a, as a read of interest. Mm. Um, the Flight Attendant starring, starring Kaylee Cuoco. Co-starring Rosie Perez. This series is hookable from like, honestly, minute one because her lifestyle is very similar to what I was living, you know, with the drinking and the going out and the partying. We we all had those moments, but I could see you with her, you know. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because that was my mo you know working working 9 10 12 hours going out to the bar getting you know getting a little binge drink toasty and having some fun i hear mm-hmm. you and so, this was on what h hbo yes it's on Max, HBO. Right? and it was uh it was good yeah hbo so basically it be on people because rosie oh spoiler alert she betrays the shit up out of her husband and mm-hmm. like, what are you doing what are you doing yep <laughs> i mean she was trying to get that money she was trying to feel that rush and how many languages does she speak because she was speaking chinese chinese italian spanish i think she spoke french too I don't know, but she was great on that show. I was just real confused as to like, why? And another, it be your own people. Now the black fi- flight attendant, I forget his name, but- um, I just called him black flight attendant because <laughs> he only showed up for like a few minutes in each episode. But you know what? He stuck out and he was FBI. Uh, y'all, he was secret, undercover mm-hmm. FBI. And then- well, I don't want to spoil it, but you know what? He's he a bit of a hero. That's all I'm saying. Yes, but it's definitely worth watching. Uh, if you have HBO, by go ahead. You better put that on my list. If you don't have HBO, you better start I'm hooking up with somebody who has it. Exactly. <laughs> and get that password, girl, because it's good and it's worth watching. Hook up just enough to watch the show. Which is only like 10 episodes. In right. its entirety. I think it's eight. But you know what? And then once you finish that last episode, you don't have to see him no more. Like, bye. Toodles. Kisses. Never left yet. Now another show that I... Oof. Sisters on BT from Tyler Perry. All right. Don't listen, y'all. Like, we know the name of the podcast is it Be Your Own People. But don't drag us for watching this Tyler Perry production mess. It's quarantine. Some, it's quarantine. 
sometimes I get I get so like why am I watching this again like I really just get mad at myself but then I'm like no 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 this well not mad enough to stop watching because it's no, in the second season no, I'm never. watching religiously actually sometimes I do get mad enough to stop watching but you know I care about these women it surrounds it, it's about four black women and you know their dating lives that's basically about like all I can say but the stuff they go through, I'm like, come on, you can't think black women are that stupid. Like all the time. Cause Tyler Tyler Perry really did us wrong. Like it really be your own people. And first of all, he definitely wrote an entire season in like three hours. He must have. Because some of the things don't make sense at all. You know what? As much as I can try to throw him under the bus, I definitely want to give him his props because he put so many new black actors and actresses and minorities on the map. And he has his own studio like he's making huge major moves out here. So I could definitely see it from both sides. But you know what? You don't have to keep all the coins. You can hire writers. That's all I'm going to say. That know how to make it make sense. Yeah. Does it make no sense? Mm -hmm. Honestly, like this show, even if we wanted to, we couldn't give a spoiler because there's so many things that happen. There's so many twists and turns. And and you honestly, you just forget because it's like one outrageous thing happens and then five seconds later, another outrageous thing happens. And it's like, I want it to be, you know, as good as, or not even as good as somewhere slightly near girlfriends. You know what I mean? These four black you know women just living their lives educated doing the thing but it's just not and you know what I, I take it for what it is but at the same time I can't even talk this much shit because I still watch it and the thing is like he knew what he was doing because if it wasn't for the fact that we were living through a global pandemic and we were locked in our houses I can't say that I would have given myself the time, but I think we binge watched all of our shows within the first month of quarantine and we had to find something to watch. Wait, but you watched it when it was on air. Excuse me. Why you, you watched it when it was under on the air? Bus. First of all, you see how it be on people, Sally? How you gonna throw me under the bus? Because yes, I was watching it before quarantine and I was watching it live. And so what? And you know what? I got you into watching it. And there you go. All I can say is, you know, it helped get us through quarantine. It gave us something to talk about. And it is, listen, for those of you who cannot resist causing a traffic jam for watching traffic accidents that have nothing to do with y'all, this is y'all show. All right. So moving right along, The Challenge on MTV. Dumbass D from the last season of the challenge because her racist ass got kicked off of MTV. And after that, this current season, MTV was like, oh no, 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 no. We not gonna be caught slipping. We gonna put all the minorities, everybody we can think of, everybody from 10 years ago, we got Darrell on the show. They have so many black and minority contestants on the challenge that you would be like, what am I watching? MTV or BET? Loving it. I mean, half the damn cast is black and i'm like wait a minute i mean normally we'd be lucky if we get two people but now we got we got half the cast we got couples we got people we haven't seen in literally like a decade and not just you know not just regular regular people i mean (laughs) you're damn right because darrell don't age talk about black don't crack okay so our our daddies listen for our mtv stands darrell 
has been doing these challenges since season one. MTV's The Challenge is now on season 300,000. And you know what? He's still aging backwards and he can still get it. Uh, Talk about a zaddy. Like, how old is he for real? Let's look that up. I don't know. And I don't think he has children, but I'm just saying. I think he does. He's still out there competing with like young 20 something year olds and kicking their ass. He is 41. Looking good. Every bit of good. And we Damn. have some Olympians on there. We have professional wrestlers. We have Lolo Jones, Olympian on there. Like, there's so many different people. And I'm uh, happy although, for although, it. You know, we have Lolo a, could rein it in a little bit. She, she does the yeah. sometimes. But we have a mixture of everybody. I'm like, thank you, MTV, for realizing that you needed more minorities on this mm-hmm. show. We have Survivor on there. You see um, Natalie, the girl from Survivor. She's one mm-hmm. to watch. Because mm-hmm. anyone... Who can live on an island for weeks without any toilet paper? And that's the reason why she won the first uh, mm-hmm. show. So, yeah. And now we also, it might have been a couple months ago, we may not get this for a while because our girl Issa stay busy. Booked but, and busy, girl, getting these coins. So we had a whole new season, season four of Insecure during quarantine. And, ooh, it was such a good season. But, damn, it be your own people. Because, Molly, come on, girl. <sighs> you left your girl out there. Hang. I mean, you did not have her back. At you all. You also fucked up your relationship with Asian Bay. Mm-hmm. Like, you got some stuff that you need to figure out. And you just straight up trifling. Yeah, Molly needs to keep her therapist number on not even on speed dial on her favorites list so that every time she's acting out of pocket she can just go bloop therapist um so this is what's going down i need a fix because she was doing a lot and that's supposed to be your childhood friend she was doing a lot and that may have been molly her character but yvonne orgy was having an amazing amazing he had her comedy special Premiered last year on Home Box Office. Mm -hmm. Yes, on HBO. She was doing the damn thing. So even though I'm hating the character, I love the real Molly. Listen, Mama Mama Celine is out here flexing in Nigeria talking about her daughter. Have you heard of Home Box Office? Mm -hmm. So she had an amazing 2020 despite, you know, others. Yeah, Silver Lining. Silver Lining's playbook. And last but not least, a big, you know, claps all around for Miss RuPaul's Drag Race. She really held it down during the quarantine. She knew what she was giving us. She gave us Drag Race. She gave us Celebrity Drag Race. She gave us uh, Untucked. She gave us Drag Race All-Stars. See, I'm going to have to jump in and be like, you know what? I know that is currently on season 13 and I was late to the party. I definitely was. I definitely had a binge ass moment and binge like the last, I don't know, four seasons of drag race. So I'm caught up and I, I am in there. I'm in the drag race zone and I'm definitely a fan, especially to our last queen, Miss Jada. Yeah, She straight up killed it all season long. All season long. Look over there. 
She did the best. I was so happy. I mean, in the beginning, in the beginning, she was a little annoying. I wanted to slap a bitch, but she came back. She brought it, and she is one, ooh, one gorgeous woman. Yeah, one damn thing. I'm like, damn, these men out here looking better than me. So, in you know, my head wrap and my robe at home, and I'm like, should I? I, I kind of want to put some makeup on. I'm like, nah, it takes too long. No, I would watch that show, and you know, RuPaul's Drag Races hold a very near and dear space in my heart because wow. this was the show that I got to bond with my husbands, Donovan and Tyler. Hey, clap, clap, clap to the husbands. Clap, clap, clap to the husbands. And it was so much fun just watching and, you know, being in our own little quarantine bubble. But honestly, like, there were a couple times where even I was like, maybe I should put on some lashes or a wig or something because I am so underdressed for all this fabulousness. I know they try to get you that way. But then I'm like, mm, it's quarantine. Nobody gonna see me. I don't give a damn. Exactly. I'm you like, who am I trying to look good for? My dog? He don't care. You know who's profiting off of this? The makeup companies, mm. all the makeup brands. I mean, NARS, uh, they must all stay in business because these chicks wear way, way too much makeup. Layers. It's like, I feel like when they take it off, they need um, paint thinner to it's get all that foundation and base off. And you know what? I don't mind how much makeup you wear as long as you look good. But when that camera zooms in and you can't even blend shit properly. Yes. Like, I'm going to need Miss Jada to do, like, a master class for this season's queens because. Oh, I like that. she's a makeup artist on the on the side Mm -hmm. side yeah season 13's queens they're a little rough they're a little bottom of the barrel they're a little rough rough and i don't know if they this was a last attempt because quarantine had everybody scared well (laughs) donovan said that rue was really scraping the bottom of the barrel to make room for a roster for this season because of covid I mean, I don't know what the case is, and I'm going to keep hope that everybody will impress me as the season goes on. You know, we're only about like two or so episodes in, and I don't know. I'm starting to warm up to them. Hmm. Yeah, and I do like, um, you know, these twists and turns that RuPaul is putting up there just, you know, to keep us to keep us interested and in the in the know how. He was interested, but also it's because of COVID. You can't have 13 bitches all on stage at once. So he got to keep them separated. It's been like episode two and half the damn cast still ain't met the other half the damn cast. What kind of bullshit is that? RuPaul wants everyone to be Shantae, you stay at home in the quarantine away from the Rona and watch my show. Yep. And that's about it for everything 2020. What we would leave in the past and what we want to move forward to uh, right now. Fresh new beginnings. That's all we have today on the Be Your Own People. Stay woke, stay alert, and tune in next time.